when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> so uh, here's, here's what's new with me. Can we, can we do the what's new with me segment yet? What's or? new with me? Um, oh, okay. That's the name of the segment. Okay. What's new with you? Oh, that, uh, I got confused. Yeah, maybe the name of the segment should be What's New With Me. What's new with me? What is new with me? Um, so as you, Becky, know, but the, the listeners may not, um, a couple weeks ago I had gum surgery, and I totally didn't know what I was getting into. It was mm-hmm. the kind of thing where the, you know, the, the dentist, she, she's not getting gum surgery, so she thinks it's going to be like no sweat. Right. So, so she's like, you know, no problem. You know, you'll feel better tomorrow. Um, and then they give you this thing like, you know, here's here's a description of like the seven week recovery process. So the the main thing that is still very a very salient feature is I'm not allowed to have crunchy foods Aww. or anything with like little bits that can get like caught up in the surgery area. Yeah. And what this has turned into for me is the most intense craving for Cool Ranch Doritos <laughs> that you can possibly imagine. Like, I, I stopped thinking about anything that doesn't have ranch powder on it. Did you make a smoothie with it? Um, I thought about it. Seriously, mm-hmm. like, like you know, I, I, I wondered, like, you know, could ranch dressing or take the place? Or just lick it. No. Lick it. That did not occur to me. I could totally, totally lick, lick it. it. But the thing is, <laughs> it's it's the crunch that I miss. Like, I love crunchy things, apparently, and, like, not being able to have crunchy things... Uh, you know, it feels like I'm, I'm, you know, half a lot. I have an idea. Okay. You lick it. I crunch one next to you. Oh. Like right in your ear. Well, I, I thought you were going to say I lick it and then pass it to you and you finish it no, off. No, no, that's disgusting. No, less disgusting. You lick it and I crunch it in your ear. All right. Or we play a soundtrack of someone <laughs> crunching chips. Okay, I don't actually have any because I know if I, if I bought some, I would not be able to restrain myself from just crunching through. Well, so you say this is a surgery site. What, what, what is, where is non-surgery site? I'm sure there's somewhere you can crunch something. Well, the thing is, like, you know. <laughs> Besides the, under your foot. Like the little, like, crunchy bits, like, go all oh. over your mouth, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, this I don't is where think... you need like a, a, a secondary mouth. Wouldn't that oh, be awesome? I need I need like a whole. <laughs> Wait, no, no, <laughs> that's I... disgusting. Now that I think about it, <laughs> no, no, it's it's a great idea because what I want is like a whole secondary body that I can just abuse in all of the ways that I abuse my actual body, but with no ill effects. I don't even want to think about what you would do to your alternative body. Right. So, so I'm already planning. Like, so, so a week from tomorrow, or wait, is today Wednesday? Tuesday. A week from tomorrow is uh, is like uh, Cool Ranch Day. So I'm I'm going to be getting a whole bag, and I'm going to say or tell everyone, you know, just stay away. It's just going to uh-huh. be me in this Cool Ranch bag for as long as I need it. Um, Here's the funny thing, though. Like, when was the last time you actually had Cool Ranch Doritos? Oh, pretty recently. I oh, love okay. Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, I was but... going to say maybe this is like like you're getting this craving, but you never really eat them very much anyway no i totally did but, but yeah. this is special mm-hmm. um you know like there are times in life when your priorities like suddenly become clear mm. and this is one of them my priority is to eat an entire large bag a large for, bag oh for sure not the not yeah. the big the like you know individual grab whatever it's called not that i'm like totally a calorie conscious person person but have you ever looked at the calorie count for a whole bag of large bag of could you eat a whole large bag of cool ranch Doritos? i i think i could i i would definitely regret it right well, um, I often eat a large bag of cheese puffs. Oh, yeah, because they're all air. There's they're, no calories in that. It's do you know air. how many calories are in a large bag of cheese puffs? I'm going to say 600. 1,000. 
So I polished one off on Christmas Day watching TV. It's it's like half my daily calories in in air with cheese powder. Gosh, that's um. It's I don't just, know. I respect that. Oh no, I didn't respect that. But this is the thing. Imagine if you had a second body that you could you could enjoy the. Uh, I, I don't know how this what would work exactly. exactly. I think it sounds like I'm talking about like having sex with your clone, exactly. which sounds really. I don't want to do that ever. Um, how is that different than masturbating? I think it's different because there's like a whole clone there. I mean, it would be like your sibling. Ew, no. Right. So no, I'm I'm imagining something different. You said like, wouldn't it be cool if you had a second mouth? Um, and obviously, yes, it would be cool. Um, so, but, but the, the point is like, there are things I want to do that I probably shouldn't do with my mouth, but there are also things I want to do that I probably shouldn't, shouldn't do with other body parts. And so just having like a whole, it, it would be sort of, sort of like a, like a holographic projection of myself that I could like send into a situation that I know I shouldn't be going into yeah. and just get away with anything. Hmm. I think also like, do you feel like Iris, your daughter, is literally part of you? No, she's not. <laughs> That's not how no, it works. No, but I mean, like, her, your genetics are in her. Sure. Right? Your genes are in her. So, so she is, I think you have her eat, chew the Cool Ranch Doritos, and you lick them, and you're going to actually feel... The crunch. I don't think it's going to work that way. I don't think you understand. You, you, you as a as a uh, child free person, I don't think you get how this works. Like when Pippin or or Izzy, like you know, eats some dog food. Like, mm-hmm. you're, are you like, mm, you know, uh, lamb ears or whatever dog food is my, made of? My DNA is not in my dog. Yeah, but are you saying it sounds like you're picking on adopted kids? <laughs> Okay, did you have an end to that story, or did I totally take it? Like, no, interrupt that was it? that was pretty much it. Just like um, you know, if. I guess it's sort of like a pre-apology, like that if I mention Cool Ranch Doritos a thousand times during during the rest of the show, uh, that's the explanation. And I'm gonna. And also, if I sound like I'm lisping a little bit, it's because my mouth is not entirely healed. Oh, yeah. No, but but go ahead and go ahead and turn it into a gay baiting thing. Anyway, I think we should do a PSA. Like, how do people avoid getting the surgery that you got? Is it that you like? Can you avoid that? I don't know, cause I floss. <laughs> Do you really? I really floss. Yeah. Like, I do everything. My my dentist could tell me to do anything. Yeah. Could, could uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not even going to ask, like, whatever the dentist tells me to do, like, I'm going to do it. Right. Um, you know, if my if my dentist told me, like, you know, I mean, I mean, he does get all my money because he's a dentist. Um, but, you know, if he told me, like, you know, go to this bank, give them this note and bring back a bag for me, like, I'd be like, <laughs> okay. So just to be clear, you had that, like, gums stapling yeah the gum stapling the the resecting the thing that if you're listening to this show and you're uh age 40 and up probably your dentist has already warned you that he's going to make you do this at some point this is the one where like the the higher the number the the worse it is for you that's exactly it like they stick you know it's the where they go around sticking like a a little pokey thing thing. into Right. And they're like, I'm measuring a four that's bad that's exactly right right so I had too many fours I had to go in and they took like a monkey labia and used it as your gum? Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> then you would be able to eat Cool Ranch Doritos right now. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not fucking up my own mouth. It's just Did like they give you the you know, option? ruining these monkey labia like I do anyway. <laughs> Did they give you the option of monkey yeah. labia or something well, else they had, besides they had your like own? A, a whole menu. It was like they presented it to me kind of like a fine dining menu. So it's like, um, you know, first, uh, you know, we could use your own like mouth tissue. 
Uh, we, we got monkey monkey labia. Please never say mouth tissue again. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about mouth. You mean tissue. the roof of your mouth? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, I think probably like number one on the list of things you're not supposed to eat after the surgery is Captain Crunch. Oh well, yeah. I mean, because that ruins a perfectly healthy upper. Right. I, I mean, palate. as far as I know, like I wasn't paying close attention during the surgery. They probably used Captain Crunch to do like the carving up of the mouth. Oh. Possibly eating Captain Crunch is what got me into this problem in the first place. Maybe that's the thing. Like, if you don't eat Captain Crunch and don't eat a whole bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, you'll be spared. Why does even Captain Crunch do that? Like, you're not chewing on the roof of your mouth. You're chewing on your teeth. How does it get up there and rip the, the hell out of the top palate? I don't know. I don't get that. Like, why does it rip your tongue up? Why do people keep buying it? I, I mean, <laughs> I buy it sometimes. I'm an idiot. Again... If I had a, you know, my, my clone projection, like, trouble bot, we'll call it, like, my trouble bot would be eating all the Captain Crunch. Mm. Fascinating. All right, well... I um, think this is going to be a thing in the future that, that, you know, in some way, you know, we all have, like, bad impulses that we know we're going to act on. Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be, like, more and more in the future, like, ways to act on your bad impulses with no... No uh, ill effects until you get to the afterlife and then you have to pay for all of it. Hmm. What's a, I mean, it's a fascinating concept. Yeah. I mean, I think Radiolab should totally take this on. This seems oh, like they a, definitely should. It seems like a Radiolab kind of like moral debate where they're going to talk about both sides and really present, present the issues there. Yeah, but I don't think there's any debate. It's a very good idea. You think? Oh. Cre- creating a clone that you can abuse so that you don't personally hurt your own body I yeah I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's any ethical dilemmas with that whatsoever <laughs> i mean all right well uh speaking of something that has absolutely no ethical dilemmas at all um i had a meeting yesterday and i um forgot to grab some coffee uh and i was really tired so i needed a hit and i was in a strange area near boeing field where sure. i don't know where there's coffee coffee shops and oh wow i wonder I, I feel like you're about to say you scored something on the street i absolutely scored something on the street and this is how it happened is i saw a lineup of cars and a little espresso stand and i wasn't really paying attention because i was trying not to be late for my meeting and sure. i got in line and before I knew it, there was cars backed up behind me, and there's no way to get out because I was in this like tight little area. So Why would I was you want to get out if you were if you're after coffee? Well, because I was in a line and I was afraid of being late. Okay. So now I'm stuck in the line of cars and it's taking forever. And I have no idea why it's taking this long for people in front of me to get a coffee. Yeah. Then I realize I'm at one of those titty bar coffee stands. <gasps> okay. I want to hear all about this. I want <laughs> to hear about do. this in excruciating detail. Of course detail. you do. I knew I've you I've never would. been to one of these. I I'm didn't a giver. know. I didn't know they still existed, although yes. I'm not surprised. I did research. There's 14 around the Seattle area. Okay. It's called Cowgirl Espresso. And of course. I just I I saw the sign Cowgirl Espresso and I I think that the thought crossed my mind for just a split second, but I thought, no, no, I'm sure it's just a regular coffee stand. <laughs> so I get up there and then I realize what's taking so long is like, you know, there's a show there's men who are delaying the. You okay, know. so that yeah, I think I'm that, the only woman in the entire lineup. I, I check every person in every car. Okay, first of all, I like how you are pretending this happened by accident. It kind of did. Yeah, kind it, of. It, no, it did. I um, needed coffee. I got in a line. I was stuck in the line. Then I realized what the line was. Okay, and so, you did not, and you made no effort to get out of it. <laughs> there was no way I could get my car out of it. Okay, I even so tried. here's my first question. So you get up there, like, what's to stop you from? Just like camping out there all day. Well, like I'm sure. I mean, how much police could be called? Well, well what's what's a reasonable <laughs> amount of time to pause at the window? Do they? Oh, apparently, because I waited that long, ten minutes really? for each customer. 
Okay, and we're. It was well, very frustrating. Were they were they uh, surprised to have a female? I just don't. I don't want to ask questions. I just want you to like walk me through the whole thing. Well, I think I don't think she was surprised to see a lesbian show up. Sure. So, but when I pulled up, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it's it was so cold yesterday, and she's in a, a leotard, like a okay. leotard that is completely see through. So the only thing preventing me from seeing like into her uterus is a little tiny two inch by two inch square of extra fabric sure lining the crotch interesting her, you can see goosebumps on her legs because she's <laughs> probably can, cold for a 50 dollar tip you can purchase that that square of fabric <laughs> she's got little nip squares over her nips interesting but you can see her entire rack otherwise which by the way was completely fake okay Mm. I I don't know how I know that because I was making complete eye contact the entire time. Oh, I never looked at her body. Sure. So uh, she kept complaining about how cold it was, which then, of course, made me go right to her nipples each of time. Um, she was, it felt like I was at a, a strip joint and I've been to a couple strip joints. I mean, she was doting on me the way pole dancers do. This, like... I kind of hate this, but I'm probably going to try it. Except, wait, do you have to be in a car? Because I don't have a car. <laughs> that's, the biggest, I, I that's the most losery thing. And no, you can't borrow my car, Matthew. <laughs> I don't even drive. Will you take me? No, that's even worse. <laughs> like, if, and we're going to switch. We're going to do like a, a fire drill. Like, the- Yeah, I imagine it's not as fun from the passenger seat. No, not at all. Um, we could back up into it. <laughs> so did you tip and how much? I gave her $2. Okay. Which is twice as much as I would normally right. give. How did you feel about the whole thing? Was it depressing? I what? felt both, uh, I, I, I almost used the word titillated, but that's not really actually the right word. Um, um, interested, sure. sociologically. Yeah. There wasn't anything sexy about her to me. It, it doesn't. It, it, not even remotely. Like fake tits, goose, goosebumps from her being cold. Yeah. A, a cheesy see-through leotard. I don't know. To me, like the sexiest thing imaginable is someone who's really uncomfortable. <laughs> You know, I felt like I was a 90-year-old woman. I wanted to put a coat on her yeah, and give her sure. money. That, that's kind and, of... And take her home and take care of her. Kind of. She was also like 21 or something. Yeah. So the whole thing felt really somewhat uncomfortable and funny all at the same time. Yeah. So anyway, there's my story. Okay. We'll take it to a break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Do you have? Are you recording? Yeah, I am. You know why I ask? Because... I heard about your spilled milk debacle. Uh, which one was that? Where you forgot to record an entire show. Um, was that the grilled cheese episode? Some one of them I yeah. can't remember. That sucks. So now I'm going to ask you, is it on? It's okay. There's there's a big flashing light if it's recording. Okay. Now, so. Um, so we are reading Girl Jacked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting the name of the author right now. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Here, I have it right here. Uh, Girl Jacked by Christopher Grayson. It's a Detective Jack Stratton novel. Question for you first, before we get to the summary, because I was the picker. Did you happen to read the other series of books in the Jack Stratton genre? I did. I remember they all had Jack in them, but I don't remember any off the top of my head. Perfect. Okay, great. That's a setup. Okay. Next, did you happen to pay attention to the chapter titles in this book? I did. I remember one of the chapters was called You Suck. Okay, but do you remember any of the others? Nope, that's the only one I remember. Perfect. That's a setup for t- two different games. Awesome. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, summary here of the book starts with Hattie Williams, an older 
African-American woman is at a police station. She's reporting that one of her foster daughters named Michelle is missing. Cops blow her off, uh, say, yeah, 21-year-old kid, she'll be back, blah, blah, blah. So Hattie tells the young woman sitting next to her, who's, uh, we don't know who that is yet, to go find Jack. Jack will find her. Yeah. Yeah. Flash to Jack. Uh, He (laughs) is breaking up a tense situation at... Uh, the Boar's Butt Bar, oh, which is uh, yeah. too much fun to say. This was definitely my favorite part of the book. <laughs> Where three l- lumberjacks, that's right, three lumberjacks are throwing knives at a dartboard <laughs> instead of darts because that's what lumberjacks do. And Jack uses his big old brains to get them out of the bar by lying and saying to one of the drunk dudes that his truck is on fire. Uh, I love this so much. I loved it so much. It, they run outside. like it, it seemed like right out of Cops and Robbers, some stupid just... Not cops and robbers, but what's like a like a Keystone like, Cops? Keystone yeah. Cops is what I meant to say. Right out of Keystone Cops, he he then uses his smarts and his brawn to and judo to uh, and and Jedi mind games. Yes, if you remember, to uh, incapacitate all three of them. One of them, the big one, he flips over his back. The other two, he's able to um, uh, uh, handcuff to a pole. Yeah, anyway. he says one of these guys is like three hundred pounds. Right, right. That one, he does a judo move on. Uh, his backup arrives uh, after he's already handled the situation, and naturally, it's a hot 24-year-old who has oh, a, sure. a long scar on her face. Kendra. Kendra, the hot 24-year-old. Long scar on her face, but she's still pretty. Thank God. Um, Jack goes home. Uh, enter his trampy girlfriend, Gina, <laughs> yep. uh, who tells him, you suck. Uh, hence the chapter that Matthew remembered, and then runs out. And we realize later it's because there's a young woman um, that Hattie Williams had sent to find Jack was actually in Jack's shower, and uh, Trampy Gina had found this girl in the shower. Oh, is that how she? Yeah. How uh, the, the girl in. ended up in the hall that Gina threw her out? Uh huh. Okay. I, no, 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 no. She was waiting in the hall. The door doesn't lock very well because of so many times of Gina slamming it. Of course. So when she closed the door behind her. The girl slipped in, jumped in the shower while Gina was doing something else in the house. Okay. So she sneaks in. She uses the shower, whatever. Uh, Gina thinks Jack is cheating on her, of course. Um, Then uh, the girl who snuck in, the 19-year-old girl, turns out to have also been a foster uh, who knew and crushed out on hot Jack when they were all temporarily living together at Caddy's, Hattie's house. Caddy. Or or Caddy's house. Uh, so, uh, uh, Michelle, the missing girl and her brother Chandler, um, uh, who I of course envision as Chandler from friends from friends, except he's black. So it'd be black Chandler. Yeah. Um, they never got adopted because, and that's why I mentioned they're black because in the book it says they weren't adopted because they were black. Right. Right. Uh, that it's harder. And that's probably definitely true. But Jack being white was adopted out. So he had a very tight friendship with Michelle and Chandler, but then left them. Um. Uh, yep, so Jack gets adopted because life unfair. Then, strangely, Jack and Chandler go off to war together in the same exact unit. How does that happen? Can you pick who you go to war with? Oh, yeah, I think you like right on the phone. Like, like, who's your, who's your, your best buddy like, like when your... you're going to camp? You I want to die with Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they're in the same unit. Uh, Chandler dies. Jack alludes to the fact that he blames himself, though a dream he has they all live, so I don't really, we don't know yet. But then he wakes up from the dream, and he's like, oh no, Chandler's dead. No, he doesn't. Yes. Uh-uh. Didn't he? No. Well, he woke up from the dream and like remembered, like, oh no, Chandler, Chandler's not here, he's dead. Right, but like the dream, they but, were but all... In the they, dream, oh, okay. of course. Okay, yeah. okay so um, 
uh, anyway, the girl, the, the 19-year-old girl who is his foster sister, her name is Replacement, her nickname, which is very strange, um, because she didn't want to remember her abusive past. So this nick- nickname stuck. Uh, she's very immature. She gets in Jack's face a lot, but she also cleans the house, and Jack puts a blanket on her. Aw. Uh, he can't remember what her real name is, uh, right. which she apparently hated it, so that leads me to wonder what, what her real name was. It, and it's never in the in the part we read. It's never explained why her nickname is replacement, right? It, no, it says uh, because uh, uh, this is her replacement family, her temporary replacement oh, okay. family, and she liked the fact that she she hated her biological family. So, so then shouldn't their name be replacement? replacement? <laughs> Absolutely. So it doesn't really make very much sense. At okay. All. Okay, but that's that's. Did I forget anything? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, my dog there was there was a lot of like there there was. Basically, two parts to this to this book. There was a lumberjack fight and a cat fight, right? <laughs> yes. So um, yes. Um, so I I have a question. Can mm-hmm. can I can I kick things off with a question? Absolutely. So um, Jack, our, our hero, has to fight some lumberjacks, and he and he and he says something like, you know, of all the kinds of people I have to fight tonight, why does it have to be lumberjacks? What profession of person would you least like to have to fight? Hmm. Sumo wrestler? Does it have to be like? Can it be like? Just it could be anything, anything you want. You want. Um, uh, sumo wrestler for sure. Um, do you have a couple? Well, I was. I'll, think, uh, I'll keep thinking. I, I was thinking like uh, Broadway musical performers <laughs> because they're gonna like break out into a really loud choreographed song, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like frustrated and bewildered <laughs> and kind of slink off. So their job is consistent even when they're fighting. They fight in the style of their of their job. Well, I think so. Okay, I wouldn't like, want to fight uh, a dentist. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely yes. not. Um, what about a farmer who had pitchforks? Oh. Can you? Oh, I actually want to see this scene like in an, in an action movie where the, the hero gets mixed up uh, in a fight with some evil farmers who like just have like ninja pitchfork techniques. Oh, God. All right. Well, um, I have a game to kick things off. Please. Um, so... <clears throat> The, the books in this series all have the word Jack in it. Noted. Um, uh, so I'm going to intersperse real names of some of the sequels with some fake names. You have to tell me which ones are real. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Lumberjacks. Fake. Fake. Jacks are wild. Real. Real. Jack and the Giant Killer. Fake. Real, <laughs> such a lame one. But that's but that's like a real fairy tale name that just got lifted. Uh-huh. Whereas Girl Jack, I don't think is a thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's never happened to me. Jack and the Mean Jock. Fake. Fake shit. Should be real. <laughs> Low jacked. Real. Fake. Damn it. Cracker Jack. This is really hard. <laughs> you did a good job with these. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Cracker Jack. Wait, Cracker Jack or Cracker Jacked? Cracker Jack. Real. Fake. Damn it. <laughs> Blackjack. Real. Fake. What? Are any of these real? <laughs> Hijacked. Fake? Fake. Okay. Fake. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now now I feel like I've just had to fight a bunch of Broadway stars. That's how, that's how bewildered I am. Here are a am. couple more real ones. Okay. Jacks are wild and data jack. Data jack? Yeah. Like D-A-D-A or D-A-T-A? D-A-T-A. Oh, so like he has to jack into the matrix? Uh, something like okay. that. Okay. 
yeah anyway <laughs> um so do you do you know cop like num- num- numerical lingo like do you know what 1010 means i know what 104 means but i don't think that's cop lingo that's like you know cb trucker lingo oh okay okay no what's 1010 it means a fight's in progress okay and Wait, I, is this is this something you knew before reading no. this book okay. uh-uh it just all of a sudden made me realize like because this is a book uh written by a man and there's a lot of man stuff in it big time right man you stuff. know but the, the cat fight the hot girls the um very detailed uh, do you remember the very detailed paragraph about him driving his cop car? Yes, like near the beginning it about like was what amazing how, how like he has a special cop car that's like a you know got Souped a lot of horsepower yeah and it's got three hundred and forty six torque of it's probably got dual blah, overhead blah, cams right it's a V eight you know blah blah do you think V eight engines were named after the juice yeah for sure because okay. um, they can run on on the juice yeah like. Okay. But but you can't have to get real V eight like if you try and substitute just plain tomato juice you'll get like knocking and pinging and knocking. stuff. <laughs> Thank good job using Thanks. knocking and pinging. Um, I was talk. I was really into cars when I was a kid. Were Doesn't you? that seem weird? It does seem especially because you just you don't even know how to drive. No, that is so funny. Well, so then when he got to the bar and he was recognizing the trucks outside and connecting them to which dudes were inside, did that mean anything to you? No. Okay, because they were like, it's a Timberline, which is clearly that guy's right. one, and it's a Chevy, which is clearly that guy's one. And it's like, so I don't even know when I look at a car, unless it's truly douchey, like a like a um, Humvee, you know, yeah. or a Lexus. Oh, yeah, or like, a, like, a, or a PT Lexus. Cruiser. Yeah, or P- yeah. <laughs> I can't really tell the personality type, although I did once hear on Car Talk that the owners of Jettas are always really dumb. And I'm going to insult some people, I'm sure, by saying that. But then now I think it's because I've heard this stereotype that whenever I'm behind someone who's driving erratically, I'm like, and they're in a Jetta. That's funny. So then it's like, oh, then you become like, you have like stereotypes based on the car. That's that's funny because I, I think of a Jetta as being like the most boring car. Like... Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I deny this, Terry. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a hundred percent true. But what car would you have if you had a car? Well, this is a good question because when I was thinking, what I was thinking when I was reading the book is when he, when he says to the guys, like, uh, you know, you better get out to the parking lot because your truck is on fire. That I feel like if I had been in that bar, like, you know, I have I've had a couple drinks. Like, you know, I took the bus to the bar because I don't have a car. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm flinging some some uh, some what a knives at taking the, the bus to the yeah, bar. I'm flinging some knives at the dartboard and uh-huh. missing. If this guy came in and said to me, you know, he flashed his badge. No, he didn't flash his badge, did he? Anyway, if if he looked like you know like yeah. like business, and he said to me like, you better get out to the parking lot right now. Your truck is on fire. I would be out in the parking lot in <laughs> three seconds before I realized that I don't own a truck. <laughs> so if I had a car. I am pretty sure I would have a, you know, super boring Japanese huh. sedan, like like a Honda Pacific. Accord okay, or Honda, Honda Civic, Civic is what I like, guess. Um, yeah, or, or, or like Accord. a, or maybe like a Hyundai or yeah, uh-huh. like a, a Toyota Camry. Jetta. When when I was <laughs> when I was a kid, um, like while I was really into cars, one time my dad's colleague at work got a new Camry that had it was the first car I ever saw that had power windows and locks. And it had a sunroof, and like my dad, like convinced his his uh, his work buddy to come over and just park the car out front and let me play with the electronic stuff. Whoa. It was the greatest. Like I still remember it as one of the most exciting things in my entire life. Wow! So I'm gonna go Camry. Okay, you go on Camry. I, go- I, I was going. I was gonna go. I said in my mind, I went Honda Accord. So. Um. 
yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you the same question, but then I realized you have a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a Prius, just in case anybody was wondering. Oh yeah, thanks for dropping that in there. <laughs> not at all surprising, I'm sure. Uh, so let can we go back to the PT Cruiser for just a second? Because that's yeah. like a really dumb car, right? Yeah, it's not I mean, my. It's I not apologize to, my personal to any, any listeners who have a PT Cruiser, but it's like kind of aggressively like you know. I listen to Limp Biscuit, and this is my car, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. I agree. I really have no nothing to say that would not go along All right. with that. Um. Okay. So, um, speaking of the badge, you asked if he had a badge. Well, I know he had a badge on because he walks into the bar and he he's going over in his head what are the ways that police uh, are trained to break up bar fights, and it was to investigate, intimidate, and there was another eye oh, one. It was like I the three eyes of invigilate. Yeah. No, in. <laughs> Intubate. In, invertebrate. Um, <laughs> you have so, to bring some trilobites in with you. <laughs> Thanks. A good, good bio, biological reference. Thanks. So, so um, he looks, he, there's a line that says, Jack looked down at his badge in the bar. And he says, they expected him to do something. So my, you know, my question to you, Matthew, is, is um, in what other situations and professions would someone look down at something just to prove to themselves that they are that job? Oh, that's... You know, just before they acted, they had to... And I'll give you an example. Okay. The doctor looked at his stethoscope on the plane as he ran to the man dying in the, in the aisle. Like, <laughs> Well, it seems like he would need to look at the stethoscope before he went running to the guy just to make sure he was still the doctor, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I've got, I've got a couple ideas. I don't know if they really fit the, the description, but we'll give it a shot. So, allow me to introduce myself, he said. He looked down at his name tag. My name's Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the stripper looked at her pussy as she approached the three drunk men near the pole. <laughs> just to remind herself of who she was you, and what she did you that, totally anticipated my next one <laughs> tom looked down at his penis it was still there okay let's do this he said <laughs> the only other one i had was uh she looked down at herself and saw the tail oh right mermaid <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a dumb line it really is it yeah. really is we're gonna take it to a quick break we'll be right back with more girl jacked girl jacked girl jacked Okay, we're back. Hello. Hello. And I got a game for you. I can't wait. All right. Okay. Uh, similar to the other game, it seems to be my favorite lines of games. It's the real or fake kind of games. Okay. Okay, there was some really crazy chapter titles from this book, and I have to give props, actually, to the author for being quite bold and, I mean... A chapter you, called You Suck. Did that's, you look at the table of contents to see like all the chapters? Uh -huh. Okay. I right. read them all. And that's what gave me the idea for this game because they're so out there. Okay. I'm and you ready. realize there's a lot of boring chapter names out there. Okay. Stupid but brilliant. Real. Yes. Daddy doesn't live here. Real. Fake. Damn it. <laughs> Praise him. Uh, no, I'm going to say that's fake. It's from, uh, like a religious romance novel we're going to do. <laughs> You're right. She slimed me. Real. Yes! How would you know that? I, that's I, one of the chapters in this book is she slimed me. Well, see, I had to, I had to take a gamble because you were, you seemed like really happy about this one. <laughs> and so I figured either you were really happy because you made it up, um, or you were really happy because like it was real and you were about to get me. And I figured, you know, given... Given your evil past, like you would be, you would be more excited. 
that you were about to slime me figuratively. Oh, wow. There was a lot of analysis that went it into that. It all happened in a split second, I like know. that time you told me my truck was on fire. <laughs> it seems that I need a better poker face. Okay. <clears throat> Too blessed to be stressed. Real? Fake. Okay. Aluminum foil and other kitchen stuff. Real. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I think I'm just gonna keep saying real because <laughs> I, I think you need to I think we need to make this game more high stakes. Like um that uh you know if I if I if I get one wrong, you you like take a Captain Crunch <laughs> and, and just scrape it out yep. through for your mouth. All right, you got a couple more here. Yeah, you are sick. Fake, real. These are listener. These are all chapter titles for this book we are talking about. How many chapters are in this book? A million. Okay. okay. Chicken head. Real. Yep. Tuck me in, mommy. Definitely real. Fake. Damn it. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Some of these real names that she slimed me, you suck, aluminum foil, and other kitchen stuff. You are sick. Yeah, I got to say. Chicken head? This these book is pretty good, right? I mean, the writing is pretty good. There's a lot of ad, added adjectives. Yeah, adjectives. but there weren't a lot of sentences where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe somebody wrote this. Although there were a couple. There like, were a couple. I got one written here that's just so bad. The looking at his badge thing was really bad. I liked, he looked over at the mess. I should clean up the soda before it turns into a goose stain. <laughs> Why didn't Gina ever get bottles? She always got the paper cups. Jack smiled. She likes straws. I didn't understand that at all. I mean, I, what do you mean she liked the paper cups? How do you go to a store and buy soda in paper cups? Oh, I, like a convenience store. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. But, but like the she way she liked straws. I guess like maybe it's like a, a blowjob thing. thing? But, I think it must like, be. Straws? Really? Well, the way you said it made it sound really sexual and creepy, but maybe it was just more mild than that. Yeah, definitely. It was me. It was me <laughs> bringing that. <laughs> you, you brought the blowjob to, to town. That's right. I actually invented the blowjob. Did you know that? Um, yeah, you say that the writing's good. I'm going to beg to differ. How about this All line? All right, hit me. Jack hated pain and misery. Okay. That's horrible. <laughs> unlike the rest of the world. Yeah, you may have a point there. <laughs> unlike every human being ever born, Jack hated pain and misery. Yeah. It was a really bad line. Um, <laughs> oh, did you catch this part? After he finished, he walked back to his cruiser and made a mental note. Buy some extra large uh -huh. handcuffs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, of course I got that. I got it all. I got it all. You know, I honestly don't have anything more to talk about, which means guess who picked this book, picked a bad, guess who picked a bad book again? It wasn't a bad book. No, it's not. It didn't have enough, didn't have enough Hemi, didn't well, have enough donuts. <laughs> it didn't it had, have enough. It had dual overhead cams. It had too much pain and misery. Um, well, there was a part of it that made me think about something from my own life, which is, which is all I, all anyone can ask from literature, right? Yes. Uh, and so, I know this is not going to be true, but go ahead. Well, it's sort of true. Mm -hmm. So um, there's there's a part in the book as you as you noted, Kendra, the hot uh, rookie cop, mm -hmm. uh, has a scar on her face that actually she got from like a retractable was, leash. Right, she was walking her dog and like the leash popped off. The dog, the huge laboratory retriever, ran after a like something. I can't remember. It was like a cougar or a bear or something. Yeah, probably and the, a cougar. And the retractable leash snapped back, which, by the way, sounds horribly painful. Oh, it sounds terrible. So. Um, 
she so she like the other cops are laughing at her about this so jack like takes her aside and says let me tell you you know tell tell him like a uh, you know a perp broke a bottle on your face right um and she's like okay and after yeah. that she was she was widely respected <laughs> although that sort of implies that she was telling the same guys like the a different story no like, no no it went like this it went okay. like this she had told the guys that she got the scar from uh an, uh, an altercation with four perps oh and, oh okay and then right, when they became right, friends sorry. when they became friends jack said by the way no one's gonna believe that's st- okay you know let me just tell you okay so one but, guy broken bottle much more believable but let's bring it back to me <laughs> uh so I have a scar on my leg what that about I got me? from uh, when I was a kid. I was playing on a playground, and there were these tires on the playground that maybe were used to be like screwed onto a climbing scru- structure or something because they had sharp screws sticking out of them. And <laughs> oh, so- the play structures of our youth! Oh, I know, yeah, <laughs> which are like <laughs> just born was, to yeah, maim you. Basically, basically, like a bunch of nails glued together right. was what we used to play on uh-huh. um, over over concrete, right? With sharks yeah. um, and the top anyway, of the hill so, covered so with snow. I cut, you know, I gashed my leg on this screw and uh, and so I have a little scar on my leg um not that it comes up very often but I do like to wear shorts in the summer and like if someone asks me that's a that's not a good story like what would be a better story for me to tell about what happened to my leg Ooh, Ooh I can I was a, I can think of something. I was thinking about something involving stiletto heels maybe <laughs> um you were walking by the cuff Late at night, sure. Which is a which I actually often go past because right. it's on the way to the frozen yo- the, the frozen custard place. How do you describe the cuff? The cuff is a it's a leather bar, right? It's a gay leather bar. You're going by the cuff. They had a drag queen who was having a fight with the owner, and she came rushing out the door. She threw her cigarette down and went to stomp on the cigarette with her stiletto heel. I love it. And you were in the way. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, the only, right. And uh, and her stiletto heel scraped down your shin bone. And, and I was just on my way to the frozen custard place. <laughs> this actually could have happened. This, this could have happened. <laughs> absolutely, in our, in our little neighborhood of Capitol Hill, this is like probably the police report has stiletto injuries. Right. Like everyone, everyone just would have been apologizing to each other. Yeah. There's probably custard injuries too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, well, like, what would be a custom? They have the machine there that, uh, you know, it's like a like a blizzard machine that, uh-huh. like, takes, Ooh, you know. Your arm got caught in the blizzard machine? Yes. Oh. And, and that's how I got this scar on What my about leg. just ice cream headaches? Do you think that would get reported? Like on a police report? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, a, the emergency room? Because it's not far. Like, there's an emergency room, like, five blocks from there's there. There's a like, fire station. There's all kinds absolutely. of things. Absolutely, yes. Like, I called 911 because I had a really bad ice cream headache. And by the time they got, got there, I felt much better. But, like, they still comforted me. Did I ever tell a story about um, uh, on Halloween evening after after I was uh, uh, carded people, accident- right. <laughs> the accidental bouncer or whatever? Um, we saw a young girl hugging a telephone pole. And it was we realized it was holding her up. Oh, of course. And so we went and, and found a couple police officers, and we just said, she's having some kind of troubles. I wonder what they did with her. Wow. That, I, I don't know, but it sounds like you, you atoned for, for the evil that you did earlier when, yeah. you were, when you were carding people for no reason. Well, we went up to her, and we're like, are you okay? And she was just like, gave us this like, like half smile, right. and she was just totally hugging the pole, and everybody was staring at her, and there Good was all these you. drunk yeah. guys around, yeah. and I was just like... Yeah, so um, I told the two drunk police officers to go get her. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> seriously? No. <laughs> did you did you uh, tell them her truck was on fire? You're you're obsessed with the truck on fire. Well, it was a good it was a good idea. 
Like, I got to hand it to Jack. Uh, all I can think the is Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher? From from the Jack Reacher series by Lee Child, which oh, we're not going to read that. because they're good. Oh, Speaking of reading, what are we going to read next? Oh, we're going to read a book called Pucked. <laughs> P-U-C-K-E-D. Can you say that again? More pucked. Does that hurt your wound? Your mouth wound? Kind of. Sorry. Pucked. Pucked. By Helena Hunting. Definitely a real name. Okay, so this is a book and an author where one letter switch could really be a huge difference. Yes, but if you if Helen this gives you the Hunting? idea, like you know, ha ha, what's that? It's a is it an erotic hockey romance? Of course it is. Is it really? Of course, it's an erotic hockey romance. Yes, aren't you excited now? By Helen Cunting. By uh, Helena, yeah, Helena Cunting. Wow, I this is great. And it, if you like it, it's got two sequels, uh, Pucked Up and Pucked Over. No, you're joking. No, I'm not. You're joking. You, you have the power to verify this information you told me, at your fingertips. My 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 hands are cuffed. You told me not to. <laughs> That's right. I got not... the extra large handcuffs. <laughs> hey. I set your truck hey, on fire. I have got very delicate wrists. It's true. Um, you told me not to Well, that's, to that's how you weaseled out of him. Oh, now I'm a weasel? Yeah, but you're, you're a weasel with very delicate wrists and a flaming <laughs> Prius. Wow. <laughs> All, All right, right, Stiletto. So I've been, fire, I've been fired from the show. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week to see who I've been replaced by. Oh, God. I'm hoping it's Jack Reacher. <laughs> I'm hoping it's Blackjack. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping it's... Uh, um, Helen Hunting. Anyway, we're all, we're all going to get pucked next week um, with <laughs> Helen Hunting. Uh, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetvc, which this week stands for, for look inside this, this big cup, big cup, this <laughs> breast cup, this breast what coffee. Is, what does that have to do? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm right, trying really no, no, hard no, here. No, that's good. That's good. Look inside, this, coffee. Look, look inside this breast coffee. <laughs> look, look inside this breast coffee stand. Stand. Because, like, it was a coffee stand. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Hilarious jokes. (laughs) They just keep coming here. Uh, Yes. And what can they do for us? Oh, they can leave us a review on uh, on iTunes. Yes. Uh, they can. You can leave us a review on on other platforms like uh, you know Google Play, Stitcher, mm-hmm. um, Microsoft um, Musical Entertainment Services. <laughs> uh, what are some other that that's not a real thing? Um, pod the Pod Bay Doors. Oh, hey, we got a review from a college student, and I just want to give a little shout out to the college student because you said the youth are listening. That made me so ridiculously that, wait, that happy. The, that was the review. Someone said the youth are listening. The youth are listening. Oh, that's great. Because we had said I had, we had said nobody under forty or thirty oh, is listening to our show. They and, probably started listening when we did the book wrong, which was about a, a very realistic look at what it's like to be a college <laughs> to be student. A college student blasting <laughs> after your gynecologist. Anyway, to our one or maybe several. I'm not want to make don't want to make any assumptions anymore because now we have the youth listening. But um, that was cool that you wrote that review. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. College youth. person. Ute. All right, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Woo! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs>